Gonna take a shot wide open and just strutting in his kid. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heupel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a smoke shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor. Into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me. Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Right on time. Wednesday edition of the program. Game day edition of the program. Tennessee gets set to take on the Florida Gators in Gainesville. Hmm. Hmm. 7 o'clock ESPN 2 tip off. Uh, Falls just keep having good things happen to them. I mean, last night, Kansas 90, Kansas State 78. Resume boost. Yeah, Kansas just jumped all over Kansas State early, and it was, uh, <clears throat> it was over pretty quick. Punched them in the mouth, somebody said. I didn't see the beginning. 49-37 at halftime. Just coasted in the second half. I, mean, I feel like that's great for Tennessee, right? Don't we want like Texas, Kansas in the Big Twelve final? <laughs> yeah, you know, like one, yeah. two, and then the uh, that poor committee they're just gonna have to look at it and be like, man, if only there was a way to know Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, if only there was a way to know. So we think Kansas is really good and Texas is really good, but how do we rate them against Tennessee? I we're gonna have to deep dive these numbers. Yeah, for sure. Odds and. Quads and SOSs and all that stuff. Mm. Just sometimes the head-to-head doesn't tell the whole story, right? Nate. Right, especially when it's in a neutral floor. You know. Yeah, I mean, really, we should go back and probably look at all the national champions of you know, really forever, and yeah, then really yeah. just look at their resumes going into that game and what color their uniforms. Are. Yes, and then just then decide if. You know, uh-huh. like it should should one team have really been about eight points better 
but they only won by six, so really the other team wins the national championship. That's really what we should do. Was it Jerry Palm that had Kansas State as a one seed, even despite the fact that that made no sense, absolutely no logical sense? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, Gary Perry. I think it was. I think it was Jerry Palm. Jerry Palm. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I just, let's see I just really up. enjoyed that aspect. Let's of see if it. he's updated it. <laughs> Maybe at halftime, he's like, "Oh crap!" Is he kidding me with this? <laughs> he has Kansas State now as a super one seed. Now, what? What? Uh, does it say it's updated? Like, does it? Does he? Does it just automatically republish so that it seems updated when it's really not? Like, is this from like three the, weeks ago? Uh, no, it says January thirtieth. So he hasn't done a new one yeah. this week. And you got Kansas State as a one seed, right? Yeah. yeah. Kansas State, Arizona, Alabama, Purdue. Tennessee, the two seed. <laughs> Boy, this bracket would suck. Uh, Tennessee, the two, would face the winner of Duke, Maryland in the second round. Assuming we could get by. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. UNC Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> the Drew Pember experience. Could we? That's the, that's the main reason we need a one seed. So we don't <laughs> yeah. have to see Drew Pember. So it'd be Drew Pember, then Maryland or Duke, then most likely Baylor. Can you imagine in the, in Drew the Sweet Pember? 16? He probably should bring the ball across the floor and shoot before the, we pick him up on defense, make it, and look over at Rick Barnes and then run down His the floor. His follow through <laughs> would be a middle finger every time he shot it. <laughs> Should have let me play the wing. <laughs> that would be uh, <clears throat> that'd be kind of tough. Uh, but yes, according again, not updated. Bring him back. Uh, Bring him back. We Bring just might. Back. We just might. Kansas State, Tennessee. Sometimes guys just need a walkabout. You know, they just need to go find themselves. Oh yeah, Mick's going walkabout, and then uh, walkabout pub. If we could please dear God, just put him at the three. I mean, I like six eleven wings. You know. Think about this. Would have been nice. Teams like UNC, Asheville, they don't get six eleven guys at all. Usually, I mean, back in the day, like that was the problem. Like those types of teams when they would play, when it was the two versus the fifteen. The problem was the the fifteenth tallest dude was six eight. You know, and the other team had you know six ten, six eleven, whatever. The, <laughs> UNC Asheville has our six eleven wing player scoring forty eight points. He came back down to earth. He only had like fourteen the other night. <laughs> okay, only fourteen. Uh, Delphi Bracketology did update their bracket yesterday. Remember, Nate, they were the ones really trying to decide between Kansas and Tennessee at the Uh one. Right. Because head-to-head, it's more complicated Uh than simply Uh head-to-head, especially on a neutral floor where Tennessee won by 15 points without Josiah Jordan-James. A player who gives us our best starting five and our best overall lineup in terms of efficiency was unavailable. Tennessee wins by 15 in the Bahamas. They have made their decision. What's up? As far as who got that one seed. Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, com- I mean, it, it really, it's comical. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, it, it, why does this always happen to us? Why, like, why is Bama ahead of us in the final poll? Well, it makes sense well, because, in football, but in, like... Well, we played them head-to-head, too. But they're like football blue blood. Like, this, like Alabama is not a basketball school, you know? Oh, and I'm, I'm talking about us and can't... Like, we played them uh, head-to-head, oh, so yeah. I guess it is the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can't, oh, the blue blood, they get the one seed, duh. 
They played in a tougher conference. Yeah, but they didn't beat Tennessee. Well, they played in a tougher conference. But Tennessee beat Texas. Well, but they played in a tougher conference. Well, if we played in a tougher tougher conference and just ran the conference, would we be good then? Well, yeah. So stupid. That loss to Kentucky just doesn't make any sense. Maybe people do hate Tennessee. I I think there are a lot of people who hate Tennessee. I don't think Delphi Bracketology hates Tennessee, but I think they probably realize they get more clicks from Kansas fans than Tennessee fans. It's still weird to have Alabama as your number two overall seed. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of weird. Like, they just got beat by 30. And then what they did to Vanderbilt last night should not have been shown on national television. That should have been a pay-per-view only. At least Skinamax. Holy cow. (laughs) X-rated for sure. 101-44. The Commodores scored 15 in the first half on the road in Tuscaloosa. Tough place to play. I mean, this that is the craziest game flow chart I have ever seen. <laughs> Vanderbilt led five to nothing. <laughs> Alabama <laughs> Alabama needed to score a bucket in the second half. One bucket to win. Because they have forty three at the half. Vanderbilt scored 44 for the game. They could have scored. You see what Bama scored in the second half? 58. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. Man, I know this doesn't actually work. They could have scored a bucket and then just been like, all right, here. Y'all can have the rest of the half. We're out of here. We're just going to dribble out the clock. Yeah. And now you play offense. Yeah. Just take the shot clock out. If they'd have done it that with their speed and tempo, if they'd have done that, they really would have probably held them to like 20 something. Mm hmm. Yeah, not a great performance by Stackhouse and the Commodores. You mentioned Kansas, 90, Kansas State, 78. That was a beatdown between two top ten teams. Was at Kansas. Kansas may be finding a little something after the big win at unranked Kentucky this weekend. Uh, TCU held on against West Virginia, 76-72, the 15th-ranked Horn Frogs. Not a bad squad. Uh, let's see. 20th-ranked Clemson lost at Boston College by 8. Maryland beat 21st-ranked Indiana, 66-55. Thanks for the assist there, Maryland. Uh, Nevada smacked around San Diego State, 75-66. San Diego State was 20. That's a lot of ranked losses last night, man. And uh, Connecticut did dispose of DePaul, 90-76 to on the road in Chicago. South Carolina, still terrible. Awful. Mississippi State, taking care of business. They're not very good. Duke beat Wake Forest. I'm really hoping that Kentucky will lose a few games and then the selection Sunday when they're left out, they'll, they'll be like, well, how could we put them in? They lost to South Carolina. Like, look at this. Team. Mm. They're ranked 300 It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, Kentucky, uh, they beat Ole Miss by nine. Did not look good doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, God, we just got to beat their butt next time. So is Kentucky just riding our coattails to get in this tournament at this point? Basically. Or they yeah. ride their bad losses? I mean, how does it work? That's true. They'll be like, well, we beat Tennessee. Yeah, like, Tennessee. Yeah, you lost to South I mean, Carolina. Uh, on the I mean, road, they don't, too. They only wins. Golly. <laughs> Kentucky was in trouble, man. Like, if, it, if Reeves doesn't come off the bench and drop 27, I mean, Sheboy was, he was pretty good. 14 and 11 for him. Toppin had 18 points. That's pretty good. C.J. Frederick, over. He only played 20 minutes in this game. That's weird. I didn't watch this game, but, I mean, 
They combined for only 17 turnovers. That's mm. weird for that few turnovers and a relatively low-scoring game. I don't know. I mean, I know Ole Miss isn't that good, but still. Man, Kentucky just does not take a lot of threes, do they? No. Six of 12, I mean, good percentage, but, man. It's like when we shoot under 20 in a game, I'm like, oh, okay. Well. I feel like 12 for them is a lot. I don't even know how you can be a good – Really good college basketball team now, and not take more than that. I mean, you just, I think you have you'd have to be them them, you'd man. have to be so dominant on the inside and defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's the Nate. If you can, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not gonna like oversimplify this, but if if you're good at shooting them, and I think they've got a cut like uh, is it Frederick? Yeah, like Frederick. He's got oh, yeah. he's got a good stroke, mm-hmm. man. I'm I'm surprised. Cal's never really had a team though that just sits back and bombs them. He's always relied on one or two bigs and kind of runs the offense through them. Fred or, made three or four against us, I think. I think it was maybe like three or nine. He didn't shoot a good percentage, but I think he made some key ones. I feel like he hit two in the in second row. half where it was like, oh. Like we were trying to right make when a we, run, yeah, get away. Or we'd something. cut it to one or tie it, and then he just – I feel like that's what they did all game, especially in the second half. Well, Cal ran that dribble drive motion, which is more, you know, about – just attack the basket at all costs. Make, yeah, make them foul you or, or get a layup. Yeah, and when they when they've got a good, usually it's their point guard. I'll never. Gosh, who was that guy in the SEC tournament who just absolutely killed us? Do you remember that in the championship game? This is a few years ago. They just they'd ISO him up top, ball screen, and he got to the rim every single. You're talking about like Wall, are you? No, no, no. It was after, after him. That. Eulis? Tyler Eulis? Nope. It was Gilgis Alexander. Mm, he's a good player. Golly. He just... Every time he just sit up there and wait on that screen and then whoop, lay up. It's basically what Kennedy Chandler would do. You know, like what he did against Michigan where he just went to the lane and finished high at the rim, made his layups. It's awesome to watch if it's your team. You talking about an 18... 28, yeah. Is that the championship game? Yeah. Yeah, they won 77-72. Yeah. Yeah. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He was so good that night. What did you, do you have that game pulled up, per chance? No, I just had the season Kim Palm, and he was, I was just, he's their go-to guy, or significant. I, I realized the other day, we have five guys that were significant contributors or whatever. We don't have, it's because we don't have a go-to guy. Right, yeah. Well, we've asked that question like literally, All season, a, a go-to right? guy is a numerical thing on here, and we don't have one. Do you Do you want to know what uh, Kentucky didn't that year either? If it makes you want to know what Gilgis Alexander had in that SEC championship? What? Just guess. Ah, twenty six. Twenty nine. He was ten of sixteen, seven of seven from the free throw line. Man, that was. We got down big in that game too. We were down. We were down twenty seven to twelve. With eight minutes to go in the first half. Came back and took a couple of leads late and then you know, couldn't stop that guy. Kentucky's actually shooting. Uh, they're actually top like 60 in the country shooting threes percentage-wise this yeah, year. Yeah, they just don't take them, which is but weird. They're 314th in attempts per field goal attempts. I don't know, maybe we should stop talking about that. I'd hate for him to like figure that out and then they just start bombing away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Calipari, big three and out guy. Could be. You never know. He listens to weird stuff. He always brings up some weird comment somebody made, and you're like, oh, didn't know Cal listened to that. Mm. Didn't know he watched that. 
they have Florida on Saturday. So the Gators got to go to Tennessee and Kentucky back to back. They're at Rupp, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, that number one beside the Tennessee name just looks so good. So pretty. Um, Kim Palm. Oh. Like, okay, I didn't know. We are second by ourselves in the SEC standings now with A&M's loss. Yeah, they, they're going to have to fire him, aren't they? Buzz? Like, he's just going to do this every year. Like, they're not going to get in this year. He's going to whine about it. He's going to talk about all the notes he writes to people and the thank yous, and, uh, and everybody's going to love him again. And eventually, people are just going to be like, all right, we're taking this guy. Like, get him out. Yeah, they're not going to fire him this year. Okay. But at some point, like, it's, it's just the same team every year. Think about this. It's only Chris. been two years. He, they were not that good when he got there. There's it a made, reason they fired but the But it coach. made me think of Barnes in Texas and just really anyone. Like, unless, unless you're hanging a banner, right, if you do the same thing every year, don't people just eventually get sick of it? Yeah, but he's like, like if, this if, is what, his third year? If Roy Williams at, at Kansas goes to the Elite Eight every single year, but that's, that's what he does every single year, eventually they're like, can't get to the Final Four. It's like, yeah, but this other team over here can't get to the Elite Eight. They'd love to have that guy. You know what? I'm just saying. Oh, no, yeah, no. I, I agree own, with that. Just our own, you know, our own perception of things. I mean, theoretically, you could have, like, a guy at – like, John Shire Duke could get to, like, 18 straight Final Fours, and if he always loses the next game, eventually they'll fire him for not winning the national championship. Now, they're outside the top 25. Maybe that's a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. If you do the same thing every time, it's almost better – to have some valleys, you know? Then people will appreciate your peaks more. It's not about the mountain. <laughs> it's the climb. It's the climb, man. No, I think that's part of it with Barnes. Like, I, I'll be honest. I did not expect this Tennessee basketball team to be that good, and maybe that's why I'm really enjoying the season. I was yeah. like, I think we're a top-20 team. I don't think we're a top-10 team. I think, eh, like, fringe 15, but probably more in that 18-19 range. And then, God, watching the Colorado game, I was like, oh, boy, we're in for a long season. Then I'll, now they've turned it around. They've figured it out. They've got – they've figured out the best starting lineup. It took them a little bit, but with analytics, it should probably have happened a little earlier. Uh, they do play the best defense in the country. And I feel like the offense has hit an uptick lately with the lineup change. So, like, I, I don't know. That, that's why, like, it's weird when Hickman comes into a season. He's like, "It's a leader bust this year." I'm like, "We haven't even seen this team play. What are we? A leader bust? Wow. Yeah, Julian Phillips gonna be one of the best players in the country. Then he is one of the best players in the country. And people are like, "He's not very what good." What if he was scoring 35 a game? I'd be like, five or bust." Like, you I know. can adjust the other way too. Oh, uh, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I, I, I guess maybe that's what. Even though I am king of the Nuggets, apparently, that's why I'm so excited about this season because I didn't expect this. I didn't. I didn't look at the season and I at, expected at the beginning. them to look this way, but not have these results. Does that make any sense? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess we're saying the same thing. I, I mean, I think they could be this, this consistent. This is the style of play I thought we'd see. Right, they're just really good at it. I didn't think the defense would be this good, it, and I hope it's not some kind of weird like fool's gold. Like, well, I thought it might be when we were playing all these bad SEC teams. I do think our our three point percentage defense is helped by the fact that the SEC sucks shooting the basketball. Yeah, but the when SEC we play Texas, the, they're the worst conference for three point percentage. Yeah, but when right? we play Texas, yeah, who is a higher scoring team, yep. we're able to score. I mean, we did we did allow a, a few more points, but nothing crazy, and we scored fifteen more points. Yeah, yeah. so that balanced out. I mean, every time we've played a, a, a team that doesn't fit that profile, we've almost seemed to do, do better. 
I mean, but the Arizona that, game even yeah. was a one-possession deal. I mean, we could have won that game. It wasn't like, oh, God, when we meet a team like Arizona in the tournament, we're definitely getting beat. It wasn't that type of deal. Like, I feel like we can be anybody in the country. No, and I, yeah. the top half of college basketball is weak. So there you go. I mean, I, Alabama will be the ultimate list. I can, I can see it already. Alabama though. does not play like these other SEC teams. No, they don't. They don't. Can't you see it, though? We make a final four. What if we win the whole thing? People are like, well, yeah. But Barnes did it against the weakest field ever. I mean, get out! Can't of here. do it. <laughs> hey, get out of here. hey, I'm just marking it down. It is February first, 2023. You will hear that, especially from non-Tennessee fans. But I expect oh, yeah, it from yeah. them. But even Tennessee fans, well, I mean, of course he wins a championship when the top 50 is the weakest it's ever been. Casuals don't even know that, though. It doesn't matter. That's a good point. Only us super fans know that. Um, you might get that from a Tennessee fan if he like makes the elite eight, but then loses to like a Cinderella, yeah. you know, eleven seed, because people will be pissed he didn't make the final four if yeah. he's playing an eleven or something like something weird like that. I don't know. We'll come back. We're off and running. Another program. Brett's cutting my mic off early, but now I'm back. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Stick with us on three now. You're listening to Three and Out. WKGN Fan Run Radio. Does your business need storage space? Do you need someone to safely deliver your product to you or your customers? With almost 40 years in the industry, East 10 Warehouse and Distribution is the preferred source for third-party logistics. Our solutions include warehousing, inventory management, order fulfillment, pick-and-pack services, and cross-dock services. Contact East 10 Warehouse and Distribution at 865-521-6143 or visit them online at east10warehouse.com. Linderman Sports Medicine, the volunteer state's leader in orthopedic regenerative medicine. Founded by VFL and fan-run listener Dr. Laura Linderman in Memphis, Linderman Sports Medicine can get you back in the game of life without going under the production process is second to none. Welcome back to 3 and Out. So we talk hoops tonight, 7 o'clock, ESPN 2. Road trip to Gainesville. What'd your Florida buddy say about this game? He just, uh, he's, he's Tennessee should hammer Florida, but... And they, he, but he's, a, he's afraid to throw down all the money because the last time we played Florida at Florida... Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We were... Ranked sixth in the country. Okay, that's pretty similar. We had just beaten Vanderbilt 81-61. to Beat down, all right. We had actually won three straight. We beat Arkansas. We won at Texas A&M. We beat Vanderbilt. And then we went to play unranked Florida. It was the COVID year. But we lost 75-49. to What? I don't even remember that. Yep, John Fulkerson led us in scoring with eight. I burned the tape on that one, I guess. Have you seen the line on this game? You probably have, haven't you? If you haven't, don't look, don't look. Oh, okay. You haven't seen it? Mm Mm-mm. Yes. Tennessee's 18-3, 7-1, Florida 12-9, 5-3. Nine and a half? 
It's obviously at Florida, the O'Connell Center. Five and a half. What? Five and a half. That's why your buddy is like, golly, I want to just bet the mortgage on the Vols. Five and a half? I mean, it could come down to like one possession, and then they foul. We make a few free throws, and Tennessee covers. Not to mention we should. I mean, I feel like we should win this game by double digits. Five Five and and a a half. half. Even Kimpom has this winning by eight. Like, that's about the biggest distance from spread to Kimpom prediction I've seen in a while. Do they know something we don't know? Usually it's within a point and a half. Are we sick again? I think bang, it's bang, a letdown. Bang, bang, bang. It's a letdown factor. I think it's the same thing your buddy's worried about. Letdown? Yeah, I mean, game day. I think it's great it's on a it's Wednesday. It's Florida! Day. I know! We I, hate Florida! We kind of let down against Kentucky, though. It was Kentucky. We're you can't, we can't beat Burr. Texas, complain about not getting a one seed, then go drop it to Florida. Oh, can't. we can, buddy. No, we, I mean, we I, shouldn't. You know what I'm saying. I know. We can't. We also couldn't lose to Kentucky on Chris Lofton Day, and it happened. You don't have to bring that up again. Sorry. Never. If you don't want to. Five and a half. Five and a half. That is. I mean, I kind of want to bet, bet the mortgage payment on the. the Florida's middle of the road shooting the basketball. About seven to eighth in field goal percentage and seven to eighth in three point percentage. Oh, I see another stat that's very interesting. What? You know, Texas was good on offense, right? Yeah. yeah. Florida's average kind of sucks compared to power teams. Uh huh. They're tenth in defense. Are we gonna is this gonna end up? Are we go, Vegas just always knows, right? We'll probably win by five. <laughs> We're gonna win this game by five points. Mark it down. That'll probably be my pick later. I'll go ahead and give it to you. 68-63, Vols. It'll drive everybody crazy. We won't cover, but we'll get the win. We'll get out of there. Here's the good news. My uh, my Gator contingent has sent in a note. They're also slow. This game is going to be painful. Florida has had four of its ten worst offensive performances in the last 18 years this season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they lost to Oklahoma, scored 53. They lost to Auburn, scored 58. They lost to Texas A&M, 52. They lost to Kansas State on Saturday, 50. Hmm. They scored, they scored 80. 54 against UConn, 55 against West Virginia. Maybe I'm crazy, but it feels like teams struggling on offense probably doesn't want to see Tennessee – Five and a half. <laughs> Wait a I mean, just what? I mean, that's... Like, you don't usually see, like, oh, five and a half, and then you win by 20-something. Like, normally, if it's, like, 11 and a half, 12 and a half, it can kind of get to 20, and it's yeah. like, okay, not that big of a surprise. Now I'm feeling like if we win by 20, we might have done something. Mm-hmm. Or this line just makes no... Are we sick? It's, I saw Zakai Ziegler get on the plane. I saw Vescovy get on the plane. Plovzich got on the plane. Have your Fanduel app ready, and as soon as you see warm-ups, make sure everybody's good, then uh, just hammer the balls. Well, that won't be till 30 seconds before tip. It might be closed. Nah. We never know in time. Five and a half? I told you. That shocked me. I figured, I was like you. I figured like eight and a half, nine and a half. I mean, I know we're the road team. That's a big deal, but... 
Is it? Yeah. Yeah. The the consensus spread on Odd Shark is five. <laughs> Them gamblers, Op- man, opened at six and a half, and it's down to five. And somehow what? the over under has gone up. Of one thirty and a half to one thirty two and a half. Maybe the under is the move. Uh, let's see here. Predicted score according to Odd Shark is seventy six to sixty two. That's not. That sounds a little more like points. it. No. Tennessee four and one against the spread in their last five games. Uh, the the total has gone over in four of Tennessee's last six games. Tennessee nine and one straight up in their last ten games. Six and two against the spread in their last eight games against Florida. Seven and one straight up in their last eight games against Florida. Five? There's got to be something. There's got. That's the only way Vegas would know if I don't know, like Joe rolled his ankle or something. How do they get that information? Where's Rod with Gary and Juanita? You know, we need this. We need the scoop. I don't know. I don't know. He's still locked up, isn't he? This is. You're worried about, it, aren't you? I can see it on your face. It's well, it's. Perplexing. I almost said I was a little worried about the game. That I was like, no, I don't want to be king of the negaballs, so I don't want to be worried. I'm not oh, really worried. You can't let the outside forces impact you, Chris. Block out the haters and losers of which well, there then are many. I, then I read this article that's based. It's on fan sided. It was by Cooper Watson, and it basically just says how good this team is defensively. So then we're 30th I, in offense. We're not even bad on. No, offense. it's not even bad. We're number if the one season, in offensive rebounding. If the season ended today, Tennessee's adjusted defensive efficiency of 82.7 would be the lowest in the history of Kimpom.com. Oh, we're at 84.3 now, but okay. What? It's 84.3? Mm-hmm. Texas. Even though we beat Texas by 11, they still it hurt our defensive numbers. Oh, do you want to? Yeah, because that's per 100 possessions, right? Okay, well, still. Uh, only three teams in the last decade have finished with an adjusted defensive efficiency below 85. Texas Tech in 2019, Kentucky in 2015, and Louisville in 2013. What are we at now? 84.3. That would So that would be the second best defense in the Ken Palm era behind Texas Tech in 2019, who was 84.1. Okay. I would actually take our defensive number getting a little worse if it means our offensive number gets better. I think a little more balance would be what we need. I mean, I feel like that's when we're really playing well. feels like your defensive number has a chance to get a lot better tonight. Yeah, tonight. Just based on the opponent. But. And I'm not trying to knock them. (laughs) I got a lot of respect for, who's their coach? Golden? What's his name? I don't know. Is that right? I think so. Did I? But maybe not. I think Rick Barnes coached against him when... Did he play for St. Mary's? Todd Golden. Todd. It was Golden? Yeah. Boom! Nailed it. Boom! That's just so embarrassing. Is that more embarrassing for me or for Florida? I feel like I can always tell you who Florida's coach is. Todd? I almost said Thad. It's Thad Mata, you know. Yeah. Are there any other Thads? I don't know any other Thads. Um, what did you want to know? Where he played or something? Or coached? I think it was St. Mary's. 
San Francisco, you mean? You meant San Francisco. Oh, no, he did play at the St. Mary's. You're right. He coached San Francisco. You know what I just realized? What's up? We're do a break, and you left Matt on hold this whole segment. Oh, no. Hmm. Well, Matt, we'll come right to you next. Sorry, buddy. That's on, That one's on me. This winter, a day on the slopes is closer than you think. Catalucci Ski Area is located in Maggie Valley, North Carolina, right off I-40. Catalucci has trails open for the whole family with day, twilight, and night skiing until 10. Go to catalucci.com to check the weather. Watch the webcams of the... Welcome back to Three and Out, final segment, hour number one. Right to the Big Orange Philly phone lines. Uh, this next caller's been uh, patiently holding. Code name Matt. What's up, Matt? You're on Three and Out. We even talked about you in the break, and I still forgot. Is uh, is Matt on, Brett? Uh-oh. 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 Is he potted up? Is, he's doing this to us on purpose, isn't he, Houston? Matt. <laughs> there we go. Oh, God. Now we're really yeah. treating him right. I blame Hickman. Mm. <laughs> Sad. Wow. Yeah, so that uh, Todd Golden, who played at St. Mary's 2004 to 2008. Sorry about that. Man. When college coaches start having playing careers, when I was coaching, I feel really old. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it said Rick Barnes coached against him. When he was playing? Yeah. Yeah. Which is he's thirty seven years old. It's a good number. He's only thirty seven. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, I remember that. He's like he's a big analytics guy. Mm. Seems like all the young guys are super analytics mm-hmm. and yeah yeah yeah. He went to Israel to play a little pro ball for a few years. Mm. Gotcha. All right, I think we got Matt back. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out, maybe. Dude, you got me. There he is. What's up? What What do you mean? What's up? <laughs> Yeah, Nate. Why would you ask him? Well, you had a lot of time to do something else. So I was just asking him what's going on. Like, what you been, what you been yeah. working on there during the last segment? Made, made some pancakes, I, I some coffee. Asking. I mean, you probably I, got a couple a, spreadsheets done or something. I have a routine uh-huh. every morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I got a routine. And this morning, you guys ruined my routine from the start. <laughs> Three minutes late. Right? I'm used to 7.04. I hear the music. I know what's up. I'm jacked and ready to go. So when we start late, he's already behind schedule. I'm already done. My day's, my day's spent. And then you go to, then you, then you, Brett answers the phone all friendly, faking me out. <laughs> There's some kind of scheming going on behind the, the scenes there. Puts me on hold. And he's forget about me for a segment. I mean, I wouldn't even care if you were like, hey, you know what? Oh man, yeah, we uh, Matt, we're gonna we're gonna get to your next segment. I'd be like, okay, cool. You just don't even say anything. You don't even tease or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to text Houston, like, who forgot me here? <laughs> everyone. The answer is everyone. Everyone. Usually, 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 if I forget for a minute, Houston or Adam or Brett, somebody will give me a little phone signal, like, hey, don't forget the caller. 
<laughs> well, then you go to me, and guess what? Guess what Brett does? <laughs> yeah. He hangs up on you. He hangs up on me. Not once. <laughs> not twice, guys. Not even twice. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Is Hickman there? No. no. That's what threw for a loop. <laughs> I'd punch Hickman right in his face if he's there right now. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was calling about, guys. I have no idea. Florida, five and a half. You put oh, the yeah, mor- you right, put the mor- you putting the mortgage on uh, on the wall I side. I just bet the house. I, I'm literally going to put it all on. All Five right. and a half points, guys. What is what is? I seriously can't I mean, figure that out. Can we pretend like we just lost to Texas? Can Can Barnes pull a reverse psychology trick on those guys and we come out and do an Alabama on them? Ooh, they don't respect you. <laughs> Maybe he could do that just by showing them the line. Like, you guys think this is you guys think this is a fair line, a good line here with mm. the. Uh, the five no. and a half? I mean, you just beat Texas by 11. Or are they not as good as Florida? Are they just are they just assuming that Florida's home field advantage is going to give them the... I mean... I, I don't... It's weird, man, because their offense is atrocious. Yeah, they... I don't know if you heard that stat, Matt. You might have been getting hung up on at the time. Um, <laughs> they've had four of their worst... Ten offensive performances in the last like eighteen years. They've had them this season. I did hear that stat, and I had about twenty minutes to research it. Also, <laughs> I did a deep dive as well, based on the stat that you just gave me. That you guys, I think you guys gave me plenty of ample time to do some research for this call. You're welcome. And <laughs> I've got some stats. Um, I mean, like, okay, this is a bigger game than their game against Texas A&M. But at the time they played Texas A&M, actually they were bad then too. They were seven and seven and zero and two in conference for the Gators. But they only had seven thousand people show up. Like, is this going to be some raucous, rowdy environment tonight? This, like, this ain't Billy Donovan's Florida squad and the rowdy reptiles showing up and taking over the front four or five rows. I think we're going to go there and swamp them, guys. Swamp them, fifteen plus. I do. I don't think it's going to be a close game. I, our defense is on another level. I don't think we've had maybe one, one and a half games of bad defense this year. I, I, Florida's horrible. We'll we'll swallow them up, guys. They, they might score fifty if they're lucky. So it's really just a matter if we can, you know, score and hell, we got everybody back. Is just is James out or something? Is something going on? That's what we were trying to figure out. I mean, they they released a like a mic'd up video of him. I guess it was the day before the Texas game. They released it more recently than that. I mean, he he looked good against Texas. I know they've had some you know sickness, kind of flu bug stuff going around, but I thought that was mostly taken care of. Um, I saw Ziegler get on the plane. I saw Plazic get on the plane. I saw Vescovy get on the plane. So, I. I, I, I don't have any reason to think we're not healthy unless I've just completely missed something that's being rumored about elsewhere. But, no, I think I think we're pretty good. Like, no one went down against Texas. No one mm-hmm. tweaked an ankle or looked gimpy or anything. Yeah, well, we'll see, guys. I think we're going to win it, though. I ain't worried about it. Really, I'm not even worried about it at all. Like, this might be the least I've worried about a Florida game in, I don't know, 20 years. I guess the only thing that worries me is people see that number two by your name, right? And they're like, oh, this is, you know, for, for Golden, and, and this is a big one, guys. we got to be ready. For, and 
But at some point in the season, that becomes harder and harder to do if you're not having success. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mentioned their record right now. What, what did I say they were? Twelve and nine. Yeah, like they're twelve and nine. Can they, without winning the SEC tournament, it seems very unlikely that they could make the NCAA tournament unless they beat us tonight and then basically went out. Which is don't you feel like this is a game where if we beat them and beat them handily, we can just just put them out of their misery, like. We should have did that with Kentucky. Yeah, we should have. We really should have. And but but with Florida, we could just do it. You're done. You're out of here, and you know, move on. Thanks which I playing. think would be pretty nice. All right, see you guys. Hey, uh, oh. I'm just kidding. By the way, I don't I care mean, to hold. I didn't mean you. I didn't mean you had to leave. I just was talking. He was saying thanks for playing like Florida. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you've given me. I feel like you've given me ample time. No, you can have you can have a little more time today, Matt. You know, since we oh, uh, really? made you wait forever. Well, the good news is every time oh, they've played a top twenty five team, they have not played well. Okay. Nah, we're we're, we're gonna. I I don't. I really think we're gonna trounce them, guys. I hope so. And then we'll just discuss tomorrow how well we looked and how we should be a number one. Which is another reason why I don't want that one ranking. Um, not that I don't want it. I want it. But like you said a second ago, they're chasing after that number two by our name. Well, hell, imagine the crowd probably would be there if we had a number one. There's a big difference between being trying. Uh, yeah, I do. I do agree with that. I mean. It's still a big game, but there's something. It's different when you can say the number one team in the country is coming into your place. Yeah, that's right. I love you, Brett. <laughs> love you too, Matt. Hey, yeah. as soon as you hang up, call back, and we'll get you on hold for tomorrow morning show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Matt. <laughs> Appreciate it, bud. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm sure you heard what uh, Texas coach said about us after the game. They have no weaknesses. They do it all the right way. Of course, he loves Rick Barnes because they coached together for yeah, all that time. They're, they're bros. Uh, Golden had this to say. They're super deep, very unselfish, big, strong. The number one defensive team in the country. They just do a great job of covering up paint touches. You think you're going to get an open shot. They do a great job closing out on your three-point shooters. I think they have the best three-point percentage defense as well. They present a lot of challenges in terms of how you're going to score against them. They're really sound. They do a really good job fundamentally and defensively. Mm. The biggest challenge for us tomorrow, according to Golden, is to keep Tennessee in front of them. Hmm. Okay. Take away the easy catches. We're probably going to put them in some spots where they have to make some threes. And if they do that, you just have to tip your hat. So they're going to use Castleton to keep us out of the paint, and they're going to let us shoot threes. Isn't that the opposite of what team's been trying to do? They've been forcing us to try and make mid-range shots. Who was it? Who was it? Was it Georgia that gave us all those threes early, and we took them and couldn't make one, and then we just started ducking into uh, Kumwa? And getting easy, easy touches in the paint. We'll see how Castleton can do. He's a good player. Well, it was Kentucky that pulled it off. They said, don't ever help on the post, guys. Like, let them just yeah. get it. But then Kamo went off against Texas yeah. in that area, mm-hmm. and they never doubled. And Plavich went off against Kentucky, but no one else could yeah, hit anything. And I, so, I, so I think that's going to be the plan for most people. But but if he's – I want to talk about that more when we come back, and we'll get more phone calls as well. Uh, maybe, if I remember. We'll kick off hour two next. <laughs>